sounds on the beat. Sounds on the beat. Sounds on the beat.
sounds on the beat. Sounds on the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo Either I'm fast or the city really slow. Cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'ma shade anyway. But the gag is, I'ma show out all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in anyway. <laughs> These bitches could never. Uh, let's go. I was so fat. You know, here's the deal. I'm not fat shaming. I know I get blamed for fat shaming, but there's a lot of shit you fat motherfuckers need to hear. And I'm here to tell you, you're beautiful uh, like Lizzo. Okay, look. Yo, I'm so obsessed with gaining weight at this point. Um, and I have to tell you, like, I'm literally walking around my house feeling on my body. And I think my staff, because they're used to me running niggas out my house like super smart supermarket sweep, that they think that it's a sexual thing, but it really isn't. I'm just, you know, making sure that my body is forming into the sexiness uh, that I want it to be. Listen, um, for those of you that are following me on Bego, I'm just telling y'all right now, there's a whole world of things gagging over on that app. Today we had about 10,000 people on a live chat while it was going down. They are coming for me. I don't know what, oh, I forgot. I'm live on Beagle right now. Hey, Beagle. They're so mad at me over there. And all I did was just go over there and shake it up a little bit. You know, I try to bring a little bit of what we do in the real world to that platform because a lot of these bitches are trapped in their bean boxes. But either way, I'm over on Beagle. So if you want to find me, come over there. I need some help, okay? Um, we're in the new studio and everything looks okay so far uh we're in studio a studio bullshit is in new york uh we're not there today so it's a really tight uh, thing we got sean harrison in the building who designed the set come here sean let me show let me show y'all sean designed this show so everything you see here and the podcast this is the person right here that designed it this is sean harrison yeah. now you think i'm messy what <laughs> i mean he's successful classy messy but you know whatever so he designed all this so he's actually here in la uh and uh i wanted him to to come into the studio while we do the show look there's so much going on before i do anything i'm tired of getting sued i'm on the last of one of my lawsuits um and so because i'm almost settled i'm going to put this up this is a disclaimer 
This disclaimer right here is saying that the following shit I'm going to say is shit that your kids have no business hearing. So treat this show like the nigga you sneak in your house every Friday night and give him some Benadryl so he can go to sleep early. It also says that there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to be talking about, but as the media, I have a right. So the Fair Use Act is going to apply. And then the last thing says that the views expressed on this show belong to all the people with no gag reflex. They're at the end of the show. They don't have a lot to say and it's not going to be on me. Okay, cool. Well, this is gagging with Jason Lee. <laughs> I, I wanted to get the disclaimer out at the top. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause I don't know what's gonna happen. There's so much happening in my real life. I'm under attack on Bigo. It's a lot going on. So I want to get the disclaimer out the way. Okay. This is gagging with Jason Lee. And we have an exciting show tonight. And I'm so excited that we have a guest. We haven't had a guest in a minute. Real Housewives of Potomac star Monique Samuels is on the show. Uh, let me give her an applause real quick. Now, she's not on that show anymore, which is so fucking crazy because I'm so sick and tired of reality, the reality world making it complicated for real people who bring good uh, entertainment to stay in their shows. And so I want to understand why she left. Uh, I could have came on the show and been her friend. She could have been like, yo, my friend Jason Lee's in town. I could have came in there and baby, I could have ran all, 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 all of them. What, is she there? Oh, she's there. She's sitting. She looks good too. I see you, Monique. Okay. I know we never met. So everything you heard about me is true, but I, I like you. So we're good. Fuck these other hoes. Okay. Now listen, listen. Okay. We have a lot of different things to gag about tonight. And Monique, when I tell you she is looking, I can see her right here on this thing because we have a real production over here. This ain't no bullshit. She looks good. So she'll be here in a minute and I'm going to ask her everything that I want to know. And she don't seem like the type that's going to hold secrets. Um, like those girls in Real Housewives of Atlanta that don't have houses and they live in the Airbnbs with the fucking weeds growing in the front yard. You bitches. I'm so sick of people that just don't own what they, if you live in an Airbnb and you have to move every 30 days, that's okay. But can you please stop lumping us all in the same conversation? Because we are not them. All right. Well, anyway, look, this is the tea with Jason Lee. You know, I just bought this new company called The Main Tea. I might just change this whole, this whole segment to The Main Tea. But uh, right now it's uh, the tea with Jason Lee. Uh, I like it. Look, okay, Kay Michelle, you know, I talked to her this week. She's coming on the show. I, I don't know if I should get her on gagging or on the podcast. Maybe I'll get her on everything, right? But Kay Michelle has this new look that has the internet talking. Okay, Kay Michelle, you know, I was on Love and Hip Hop with her. She's an open book when it comes to most of her plastic surgery. We all know that she had her ass fixed after she had put some stuff in it she shouldn't have in a hotel bedroom. Okay, well, look, she... Uh, she has been working on the stuff that left her permanently disfigured. And remember that it also threatened her life. So this, so last week when Kay Michelle posted some photos on Instagram with uh, an appearance that looks a little different than the past, I ain't gonna lie. When I was scrolling on Instagram, I thought it was Megan James from the Bad Girls Club because she looked just like her in that one photo with the side slant with the no. It just looks different. So like visibly, you could tell that there's either like extreme contouring from somebody uh, that knows contouring, but it's not contouring. It's work. Did she confirm it's work? Stop laughing. I'm not, there's no shame. I'm just saying, was it worse? She said she had one nose job. She said she had one nose job recently. Girl, I don't know what it is, but you look fucking great. And you know, this is the thing. Y'all know I went to Houston and got my stomach resized and I lost all this weight. I lost 120 pounds. I'm going to give myself a round of applause. And now I'm out here and everybody wants to dick. Everywhere I go, this club, that club, this country, that country, and I'm giving it away. 
Baby, I'm giving it away. Okay, you know how you go to Costco and they got those little meals sitting there on the platter? I ain't giving away like that, but I'm giving a sample from here to there. But look, that's the point is, K. Michelle's been open about this, her doing work. Okay, and so she posted a photo in a pink wig. Now, I'm going to show you the photo in case you've been sleeping under a rock or at an Airbnb that didn't have Wi-Fi. Look at this photo. Okay, now this is K. Michelle. Now, I don't care what you say. <laughs> I don't care what you... There's another one? Do the other one. You cannot tell me this is not Megan James. I ain't gonna lie. Go back to the first photo. When y'all posted this on Hollywood Online, because y'all know I don't post everything. When y'all posted this photo, I scrolled right past and said, that girl Megan got some beautiful pink hair. <laughs> and then everybody started texting me like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Well, listen, I think she looks great. She don't look like that but she looks great and i am a firm believer that whether you want to be lizzo and you want to spread your big old fat ass open and let people spray your ass crack down like a water hose and and catch all of it in the club lizzo's beautiful or if you want to be k michelle without the ponytail facelift or whatever it is that she got to her face you look great there too or if you want to be put the picture up or if you want to be this girl Damn, you look good. And you know what? The bottom line is, if you could fucking afford it, do what the fuck you want to do. Y'all still sucking the Kardashians' asses, and they do something every week. Lip filler, lip unfiller, lip booty filler, unfoot. <laughs> so, But see, it's, it's easy to shame a black woman. Here we go. Now, let me be the champion for black women. You're going to say I attack them all the time. I can't win for losing. I'm, I, I, I lost weight. You said I've, I have HIV. Everything in the world is upside down. Well, let me say this, y'all. K. Michelle looks great to me. Now, let me put a side by side up because I got to be fair. Now, I don't produce the show. All I do is sit <laughs> in this chair and talk. Okay. K. Michelle on the left, she could have took a nap or two. <laughs> K. Michelle on the right, bitch got coinsy and went all out. Either way, I think K. Michelle has always looked beautiful. Uh, we talked this week and she cleared the air because I thought she was mad at me because, you know, Kay, she'll disappear on you now. And I didn't know she was out making her country album, but I know that's been her passion. Either way, uh, me and her are cool. And she's going to be coming on the show. And she said, you know, with Kay, I can ask her anything. She told y'all that the mothers need to be locked up for uh, sitting around while R. Kelly was filling with their daughters. And I don't know where they are. Somewhere outside ranting free Robert, free Robert. Leave that nigga locked up. If Bill Cosby got to die in prison, so does R. Kelly. Right. I'm still going to play his music, though, because, I mean, Bump and Grind is the classic. But look, this is what Twitter had to say about K. Michelle. K. Michelle looks great. She just don't look like K. Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Every face K. Michelle had a, and I'm sorry, before you switch the slide, Nene don't look like that. <laughs> Go to the next slide. K. Michelle face like, oh, you know what? <laughs> You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Hold on. Can I say something? In all fairness, my face ID don't recognize me no more either. I try to log into my PayPal. And since I lost all this weight, you know, I used to be really fat. My, my face ID made me redo my face ID. What's the last slide say? I'm so sick of this message already. Y'all joking about K. Michelle. Meanwhile, I'm trying to see her, her surgeon. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> 
so the thing for me is I'm not going to bash K Michelle because I think she looks great. K, you know, I think you're beautiful. But the thing I love about you, at least when we're together and not on Love and Hip Hop, is you do have a beautiful spirit. You always have a good word for me. You always check on me. So I might be a little biased. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know. I don't feel no type of way. But K does. She heard about the drama. She addressed it already on her Instagram live. That's what you do. This is what she said. Jesus Christ, the bitch look good and you turn y'all souls up. I think I look different, but I don't even want to cry because I'm not, because it's more of an anger thing. It's like, damn, you tell people, you tell people, okay, you tell people what you've been through, you know, you tell them that, you tell them how you almost died from some shit that you did some shit that you did like six years now i do have a heart for k michelle so her crying does make me emotional if it was shikana i wouldn't give a fuck i mean shikana okay uh but to k you know Kay's an emotional person anyway i know you may not think that because sometimes she do some cold shit. she's great entertainment she's like joslyn joslyn doesn't have joslyn doesn't have emotions but but Kay does. And, you know, Kay, I can't wait till you come on the show. I want to get all into it. I recently met a woman um, named Talia on Bigo, and she's a trans woman who had a lot of work done and just recently shared very openly that she's getting ready to go in for a serious surgery as it relates to the complications from those surgeries that people have. So, you know, I think when people have medical stuff going on, we got to be a little sensitive. But, you know, social media and Instagram, they it really it really doesn't care about people. You know, it really doesn't care about anybody. Like I said, I'm on Beagle getting attacked right now, but I love, I thrive in it, baby. I, I don't care about it. But anyway, Kay, you know, I can't wait to come on the show. Bye, girl. Love you. All right, listen. Okay, so this morning, I text this guy. Let's put Kevin Hart on the screen. I text Kevin Hart. Now, he's out of the country. He ain't even in America. And he had to wake up Twitter today and come after the trolls. Because he done went off on everybody. He said he's had enough and cut right to the chase. Now, before we say anything, you know, we have had a checkered relationship with Kevin Hart here at Hollywood Unlocked. But uh, Kevin has grown on me like some of the herpes have on you guys. And let me tell you, uh, I fuck with Kevin Hart. I, and and I, you'll find out later why and, you know, whatever. But Kevin, it, Kevin's a real one. And sometimes when you become a big star, the bigger your celebrity rise, you know, they tell you what you can and can't do. You can't say this. You can't say that. And when you are a commercial star like Kevin Hart, you are a big A-list celebrity. It's just some shit you can and cannot do according to cancel culture. Now, you know I'm not a fan of cancel culture, and I can't wait until they cancel cancel culture. But, baby, when I tell you Kevin Hart woke up on Twitter today and went straight to the haters, and this is what he said. Uh, the, the haters that said that he wasn't funny. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, 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 hold on. Don't, don't, don't bust a load yet. <laughs> the haters said that he wasn't funny. Uh, and and he says that he he has time today, and he aired out what he had to say, and this is what he said. He said, "Oh, this is a lot. I hate when y'all do this. It's so much to read. Sometimes you got to sit back and laugh at some of the shit that you hear, and I hear it all. I got time today. Now you know. Hold on, come here. When a black person tells you they got time, like Monique did with that girl she drug on the show, she ripped that girl's wig from left to right." When I tell you, I don't even know where Potomac is, but I wish I'd have been in the area because, baby, I would have popped over with some with some skinny pop and some fucking water, bitch, and I would have had tea with my... I've never met Monique because she lives way the fuck somewhere else. But but that's my type of girl because y'all be doing all this until, <laughs> until a bitch got time. This is what Kevin said. I didn't say it. Kevin said the he's not funny slander is the best. 
This is for you. I have three stand-up comedy specials that fall in the top 10 highest grossing comedy specials of all time. Two of my specials are in the top three of all time. I have been the highest grossing comedian in entertainment for years. I have also been the highest grossing comedian in box office with over $4 billion in earnings. I've also turned my comedic talent into a place of business and branding and radio and other revenue streams. The hate slander fuels me to do more. How many more slides? Is it a lot more? Is that it? Is that it? Okay. Oh my God. There's more? Yeah. He had time? Yeah. This is what else he said. <laughs> you guys are what makes this business fun because it's not about getting to the top. It's about doing your best to stay on the top after you get there. I rarely talk shit, but I feel the need to, 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 uh, to talk today. Stop believing these headlines and read the actual articles. You guys fall for the banana and the tailpipe trick every damn time. J. Cole said it best. If you're laughing at a millionaire, the joke's on you. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. Live, love, and laugh. Now I hope everybody on Bigo just caught that because you, you be laughing at a millionaire. He don't care about what y'all saying. Look, Kevin had um, spoke to the Sunday Times recently about a feature from his latest film, and he took a moment to reflect on some of the past reviews of stuff that he's done. Because you remember when he had the last comedy special, people drug him and said it wasn't funny. I think we even talked about it here, which led to me and Kevin falling out and having that phone call. If you've been following us, you know me and Kevin had a big falling out. But we since then have uh, repaired that. But what he said was, quote, if people want to pull up stuff, go back to the same tweets of old. Uh, go ahead. There is nothing I can do. You're looking at a younger version of myself, a comedian trying to be funny and at that attempt failing. So apologies were made. I have to say, I never understand. I understand criticizing somebody's work product. I don't understand criticizing the person. For example, I've said for years that Tanache has no real talent. I mean, she kind of can dance. She can dance, but she always shows up to perform in, in track shoes. Go to the fucking gym and go running. But if you're coming to perform, don't show up in track shoes and a windbreaker outfit. I could see that shit at, you know, the local gay club in West Hollywood. Show up and give me a performance. Everybody tries to come for Beyonce when she says bow down, but none of you want to actually bow down to the queen that keeps your genre hot. Nobody's talking about you in the same conversation as Beyonce, but you still want to come for her. The girl got a husband, three kids. Her husband got beat up in an elevator by her sister, and the bitch didn't break a sweat. And y'all still don't give her credit for being a top bitch. But either way, I understand. A lot of you are unhappy. You sit at homes with your TV dinners on your little fucking cart. And you look at us entertaining you and you have criticisms. But bitch, if we weren't here, what would you be doing? You'd be pulling roaches out your cereal box so your kids could have a meal before they go to school. I don't understand why y'all continue to gaslight Kevin Hart. Leave him alone. The man is about this tall and he's the biggest thing in business. And y'all still ain't happy. Shit. If I can forgive him, so can you. Kevin, I think you're funny as shit. And I have to tell you, when I saw you read people down, you know I text you to say, read on, player, read on. <laughs> so, Kevin, I don't know. I kind of side with Kevin on this, but y'all can say whatever. Y'all y'all, y'all don't like the man. Is this a commercial? Yeah. Am I reading it? I got bills to pay. <laughs> Y'all know I love the Spanish kids, so I got to tell you about Babbel. Okay, for most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic career. Now, thanks to Babbel, the number one selling language learning app, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad or entertaining somebody in your house from Paris, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I mean, I love to learn new languages. I told you I like the Spanish kids, so uh, I'm learning Spanish right now. Let me pause. Kids in our community means 
just so we just want to pay clarification, okay? But now I can talk to all the locals and feel safe traveling by myself. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. I learn my new languages on flights and while relaxing on the coast. Babbel designs their courses with practical real-world conversations in mind. Things you'll get to use in everyday life. Other language learner apps like AI use AI for their learning lesson plans. But Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. Now, with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, with uh, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code GAGGING. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com code GAGGING for an extra three months free. Babbel, language for life. Now, I definitely just said nigga in the middle of an ad read. <laughs> <laughs> Babble, you know I fuck with y'all, but look, uh, uh, say play there. Yes, we can. Just keep it moving. All right, look. Um, y'all know I told you about this girl. Now, Chrissy Teigen, I've never, I, I've never, I don't want to say this. John Legend's been on the show and he was nice, so I'm going to spare you what I really want to say. But I will say you're a mean girl. You've always been a bully. I don't know. You're only famous because your husband is loved by the world. Even though you put his ass on the internet and we all enjoyed it. Um, you're, you're, a, you're, a, you're an online bully. You're a troll. You, you are a troll. You look, you, you are a troll. Okay. They say you're a model, but I don't know. I look at Naomi and I look at you and I don't see it for you, but either way you're a troll. And now you're getting canceled. You're getting canceled everywhere you go. Target, Walmart, uh, the slums, Slots and Swap Me. Everywhere you go, you're getting canceled because you're saying things, but now come to find out that you made Michael Costello want to kill himself. Now, I don't know that we're fans of Michael because he did some shady shit back in the past. Are we talking about that? Okay, cool. Good. Oh, Kelvin is so thorough. I love the fact. I love this show. Monique, I'm coming. Wait, what else are we going to talk about after this? Because I want to just get to Monique. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Let me get to Monique because she's sitting. And all you other housewives, girls, that come up on this show, y'all don't look like this. And you don't look like what Nini looked like the other night. Don't come on my show anymore. And if you don't got money, go to Bego and get some extra beans or something and, and call some friends. Do a GoFundMe account. Come on the show looking right. I think Karen Huger came looking good on the show too, right? She did. All right. Marlo. Mar well, Marlo is Marlo. She's she and matter of fact, Marlo has a business. She can rent y'all some clothes. You bitches that don't have the coins, call Marlo in Atlanta. She can ship you something. Uh it's called the La Archive or something. Well, I don't know. Call Mark. Get Marlo on the phone. We'll do a donation. All right. Well, anyway, look, look. So, so, <laughs> Chrissy, she almost made Michael Costello, the dress guy, kill himself. We didn't know this over here at Hollywood a lot because we be minding our business, right? <laughs> we be minding y'all business too. Well, either way, shortly after Chrissy releases a lengthy statement about being a troll and wanting to do damage control, because that's what people do, one of her alleged targets came forward to talk about the damage that he says been done to him. Now, this guy, Michael Costello, he's a short little guy to be hanging out downtown. I can't tell you where because I don't want y'all to pull up on him. But either way, he's 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 a you know a little frumpy designer that you know whatever does his thing. Well, Michael posted on Instagram saying that he wanted to kill himself. Do we have the post? Mm -hmm. Put put that up. 
He said, I didn't want to do this, but I cannot be happy until I speak my mind. I need to heal. And in order for me to do that, I must reveal that what I've been going through, I wanted to kill myself and I still am traumatized, depressed and have thoughts of suicide. Now, I was at Mark Jacobs's uh, wedding reception and I didn't see Mark. Uh, well, this Mark. Wait, Mike. Michael. Michael. I didn't see Michael, so I don't know if he's like respected by the greats that I know, like you know, Mark Jacobs and Christian Louboutin or whatever. But um, anyway, Mark says that uh, Mike, Michael Costello, says that Chrissy accused him of wait, Chrissy accused him of being a racist based on what he said was a Photoshop comment that he has said has since been proven to be false and taken down. Now, these are some of the messages. These are the receipts that he has of his conversation with Chrissy. This is why I tell y'all, y'all got to start using this unsend feature or the delete feature or a block. You know, just delete everything because this is what happens. Once you make it or your name is in the news, they start using you for cloud. This is what he said. He said, okay, so he said, Chrissy, can I call you? She said, no, I don't have anything to say to you. You will get what's coming to you. He said, Chrissy, I've never called anyone the N-word. Those fake images were Photoshopped from a former uh, disgruntled employee. And she said, good luck with that, laughing my ass off. Hope that story keeps you already dead career going. And he said, please call me. Here's my number. I'm suffering from this more than you can imagine. So many people are attacking me over this. It's a fake story, but your comment is adding more fuel to the fire. And she said, good. Racist people like you deserve to suffer and die. You might as well be dead. Your career is over. Just watch. I mean, okay, now that I've seen everything, let me tell you what I think. I don't think he should have killed himself because I don't think you should ever tell anybody to kill themselves. I mean, Jeffree Star, I've already told you, that bitch, that 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 creature, Skeletor, I wouldn't care if you fell off the uh, PCH. But I'm not going to tell you that I want you to fall off the PCH. I'm just saying that if you did, mm, I'd probably buy my staff lunch. But the point, <laughs> Mike, is that people thought that you were racist and they thought you were trolling, so they trolled you. And that's what happens, right? So uh, if you guys don't know about that, there was a very long post, long time ago that happened. And I'm gonna show you, do we have the racist post or the, do we have that? We don't have that receipt? Okay, well, whatever. People said he was a racist because they said he used the N word. It became this big, big thing in Hollywood and people were trying to cancel him then, okay? And you know, we're going through a time right now where if you're black, you could get shot going to the store, you can get shot in your car, you get shot at your mama house. A woman just watched her, the, the rapper Polo G, right? Get pulled over and harassed. I don't know what was going on with that, but we've seen so many black people, you know, traumatized by racism that we've seen every day. We just went through four years of hell with the fucking Cheeto in charge. So, so I don't know that it's a stretch that she was upset, but I am glad that Chrissy is being canceled. I don't think cancel culture should be, be for everybody. But when you make millions of dollars uh, as a commercial brand benefiting from the public and you have this pristine image and then your, your, your crown gets cracked, I think that once the veil is lifted, you, you deserve everything that comes for you. So anyway, uh, he posted this long message. I don't even want, I don't even care because Monica's here. It's a long message. He's saying that she tried, she made him want to kill herself. He ain't dead. She's canceled. John Legend somewhere making a Christmas album that none of you are going to buy because the last album was the same as the album before that with one or two extra songs. And I listened to it, sipped some eggnog, honey, and I was off. <laughs> now, Chrissy, what is this? Was, that's her post, but you, I was going to. Oh, because now, was she saying what? She's saying she's apologizing. Okay, so Chrissy's apologizing. We don't care. You're a troll. Goodbye, girl. Now, is that is there anything else? Leona Lewis. Who? Leona Lewis. Who's Leona Lewis? She's the same girl. 
The girl from Britain that nobody plays. What are we? She's in the news about what? About this. What is she saying? She said that Michael did not make a dress for her. Like, oh, girl, she, Michael didn't. <laughs> Michael didn't make a dress for you because you're not famous enough. Is there any? Uh, is there any other update that I need to add here? Leona, Leona, Leona. Le, what's her name? Leona. 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 I thought they was gonna bring up Leona Hemsley, the girl who went to jail for tax fraud, but she's been dead for so many years. I don't even know why we're talking about Leona. Who? Who is that? Another designer. Another designer said Michael called her to the N-word. Yes. And she beat Michael up. Yes. Well, girl, if you say the N-word, you need to get popped in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, did we not get taught as a kid, if you do shit at your grandma's house, she make you go get the switch, and then you get popped in your mouth by everybody that you're related to. So I'm welcome to being black, okay? Being black. Thank you, Michael. So now Michael's crying in his corner. He ain't dead. By the way, please don't kill yourself. If you do feel like you want to kill yourself, please call a friend or call the hotline. I don't have the number because I didn't think about the PSA. Y'all should be thinking about the PSA when we do stuff like this. I didn't say kill yourself. But we do want to show about a girl who said to kill yourself. Huh? Everybody need to be canceled. Mike and, and the girl. All right. John. Okay, no, no, Chrissy. This is the only way that we'll forgive you. Two things, girl. You got to do two things. One, your cookware is gone. We're not cooking with you. We don't care about your cookware. So I'd rather, I was with Snoop last night. I'd rather have him call Martha. Let's do a little one-two. Let me say this. Um, take a picture of John's dick and then post that because posting his ass was cool and as a, as a top, I, well, I almost said as a bottom. <laughs> Baby, it almost slipped out. No, no, no. First of all, my friend on the ground, what you're not going to do is you're not going to try because you already know what the fuck it is, bitch. Don't play with me. First of all, I almost fell out of character here because I almost said as a bottom what I was going to say. <laughs> ah, they're going to take this. They're going to take this. They're going to take this and put it on the Internet. They're going to put on. He's a bottom. We knew he was a bottom. Put a charger in there. No, honey. No, I'm not. Oh, my God. As a top. Even though I like looking at his ass, was what I was gonna say. You know, if you turn that camera around and we see that thing hanging low, we might forgive you and be like, okay, you you did that for the community because you know the kids love John. Do the kids love John? A little bit. Okay. And you can unblock Hollywood Unlock because we're gonna keep reporting you. We're gonna keep reporting on you. We're gonna keep trolling you every time you tell somebody to kill themselves. If you have a receipt on Chrissy Teigen, please email us at info at hollywoodunlock.com. We'd like to share that because at the end of the day, we want our community to be safe. Nobody in here believe me. All right, bye, girl. Last topic, and I'm getting to Monique. It's gonna be really simple. I don't care what y'all put in the screen. I'm about to speed through it. So look, put the picture up of the nigga. Okay. Now, I'm 43 years old. I don't have a picture with my father. I don't care. You can say what you want. Judge me. He has a wife. They've been married my whole life. He had a sex with my mom. She got pregnant. She's dead. So is that topic. Well, anyway, this guy took, he was 89. No, he was 76. And he had 89 kids. And he's dead. Can I just say this? What? He had 38 wives. He had 38 wives. Okay, well, fuck all that. My grandma, she had 15 kids from like five niggas. Like she was doing, okay. Well, look, here's the deal, right? This nigga's dick was working. To have 89, 76 kids. But that ain't even the thing that really got me. He got a picture with him and I ain't even got a picture with my daddy. Look. Now, this is the issue that I got. Is some of y'all niggas that ain't came back from the liquor store 
<laughs> and your kids don't know you, nor do they have a picture with you. This nigga got 76 children, 89 children. Put a picture back up. And he got a picture with all of them. Wow. That's fascinating. <laughs> wow. That's it. Okay. Do I have to do another commercial? Okay. I'm going to do the next one after money because she's been waiting too long. Okay. We got to pay our bills, people. It's time for another commercial. CD Universe is a premium small sex toy business in Connecticut with only a dozen employees. CD Universe competes directly with the big box store shipping nationally and internationally. By the way, I did just move in a new house and my housekeeper did something with the dildo that I use on my cat. So we need to find that. CD Universe sells a lot of things, but they're known for adult toys, which includes bullets, vibrators, including rabbits, strokers, lubricants, bondage gear, dildos, cock rings, animal toys, and everything else. Welcome to the show. CD Universe has a huge selection of products from all major adult toy brands, including Cal Exotics, Doc Johnson, Evolved, and Pipe Dream. Also, boutique brands, condoms, and even lingerie. Shipping and billing are completely discreet, so everything will uh, say CD Universe on it. Their customer service department is award-winning and professional, and CD Universe's website is safe and secure. At CD Universe, you can take your time and shop in private. There's no judgment, so try whatever you want and get whatever you need. We like to treat our gaggers. <laughs> I don't know why y'all call them that. Right. So you'll get 20% off your first order by visiting cduniverse.com slash gagging. So if you want to spice up your love life, this is the best place to get a little something extra. Don't forget, visit cduniverse.com slash gagging for 20% off your order. Go gag on that right now. Bye. All right. We'll come back to that later. Let me just go ahead and say that there are a lot of housewives that I like. No, there's a few housewives that I like, but there's a lot of housewives that I would like to get booted off the show. Starting with Drew Sedora and that other girl in Atlanta. What's her name? The other Latoya, Latoya the one who's dating. Y'all need to go. It's too much. Y'all don't want to come on the show because you're afraid. But yet you running around here with a trainer that a man said was what that people are saying allegedly allegedly um, was was canoodling. And then the other girl, Drew, what's her name? Grusadora? Grusadora. <laughs> I wish she grew some balls and came on the show because we've been trying to talk to her, but she's going through something that we don't know about. I hope it's nothing domestical. All right. Well, listen, um, I want to welcome Monique Samuels to the show. <laughs> Was that Thanks for having me. <laughs> was that too much? No, I, I've been I've been over here cracking up <laughs> the whole show. So I'm thoroughly the, enjoying. <laughs> we posted you. Everybody was like, "I love, I love her. I live for her. I live for her." And I was like, "Yo, I know that we've been talking for a while about getting you on the show. We had slid in your DMs, but you weren't checking your DMs for a while, so I don't you you didn't see it. But why weren't you checking your DMs? Were you taking a break?" No, let me tell you, Instagram has had me in jail, like literally. So when I finally started complaining and they had my followers like literally unfollowing me and they started making comments, I'm posting and I'm tagging Instagram. They finally let my account be. And all of a sudden, all these DMs just showed up in my account, like literally just showed up. So, yeah, they had me in some type of jail since like reunion. 
Aren't you verified on the verified, right? Yeah. Yeah. They've been hassling me. I think I, I think I know who has something to do with it. <laughs> well, well, you know, you know, you know, I'm a media partner over at Instagram and Facebook. So I got the I am the plug. I can make an introduction if you need an inside connection to make sure that you stay connected to your fans. Yes, I would appreciate that. They have been stifling my account for months. Every time I get a follow, a follower is removed. And then I, I was tripping at first, like, is it just me? But then once my followers started posting in the comments saying that Instagram, maybe I'm following you. I didn't do it. I was like, okay, I'm not tripping. So yeah, they, they want some other stuff. So please hook me up. <laughs> okay. I got you. Okay. So first we'll start with Real Housewives of Potomac. Where yeah. is Potomac? Because I never heard of Potomac until this show and I've never been there. And I've been wanting to drive by Karen uh, Karen's house to see if she actually lives there. <laughs> Potomac is 20 minutes outside of DC. And it's just this little town that is like, people around here know what Potomac means. When you say Potomac, they know exactly what type of people live there, what type of money they got. Um, and then it's like, it's it's cool. It's just like a, a little town, it's, it's cute. I love it. So it's Potomac, like like bougie black people, like Baldwin Hills, where like we got money, you know, it's predominantly people of color, or is it after, or is it mixed, or like what is? Because I've never been there. We're actually the minority, so it's predominantly like Caucasian, Asian, Jewish, like so. We're it's a very small number of black people in Potomac, which is why the show was so significant. Is because we were like, okay, you get to see how. Black people in Potomac live, um, well, the ones who live here, and which we have come to know that not many do. So it's unfortunate. So you still live in Potomac? Yeah, that's where I am right now in my basement. And T'Challa is making a bunch of noise. I hope he's not interrupting the show. We're going to talk about T'Challa. I heard about T'Challa. <laughs> so, so let me ask this. So how, how long were you on the show? Four years, four seasons. Okay, four seasons. So you came in. Yeah. At the, you came in season four and did four, the, and then did four to eight. No, so we're actually I came in season two, and they are about to do their sixth season. So I left season five. So I'm season two, three, four, and five, and that's it. I had enough. <laughs> so when you so so I, yeah, I want to get to that. So when you came into yeah. the show, the show was already established. We had uh, Giselle had her husband, the pastor. They had separated. Karen was like the kind of shady girl. You had the light-skinned chick who was with the white man who now we think may have a nigga on the side. Uh, it was a lot It was a lot going on. Potomac actually became my second favorite um, show with the House of Us franchise. So when you came in, did people automatically start with you because you were new to the show? Like, did they try you straight out the gate? Um, Pretty much, pretty much. And then it was like me and my husband We're, I mean, my husband's an ex NFL player. So a lot of people already know who he is, especially in this area. He used to play for the Washington team. Um, So it was like, I felt like that whole NFL lifestyle as soon as I walked in where, you know, they kind of grill you up and down. They're like, who this new girl and all of that. But um, I quickly just like settled in just being myself. That's just all I can do and who I am. And um. I'm just unapologetically me. So <laughs> I think some people had a problem with that. But did you think that that was too much for the show? Because, you know, people that don't do reality TV don't understand behind the veil of production. There's like real life and then there's like TV real life. And some of these people get trapped in reality TV and they, they don't know which is which. 
Right. And for me, it's real life all the time. And that's probably my little gift and my curse. So I can't help but be me. I don't pay attention to whether a camera's there or not. The response you're going to get from me is a response you would get whether a camera is there or not. So I just I just took it as something that was just a fun journey. And whatever happens, happens. And I'm just going to build my platform and, and have fun with it. So my first season was the most fun. Um, after that, it just became like crazy. <laughs> But see, that's why like reality TV doesn't work for everybody because I'm the same, right? Like I, when I was on the show, uh, I I didn't understand we real today, we real, not real tomorrow. Uh, it's just real all the time. So when I show up, show up as you want, and I'm gonna really respond to you. And that doesn't always work for people. So did you? When did you know reality TV was something that you was that you were gonna struggle with? What like what season? Oh man, probably my my second season, which was season three. And I swear, every year I wanted to quit. <laughs> Every year I was like, this is too confusing for me, you know, um, and then watching everything play back and you're looking at it like, wait, that didn't happen like that. That wasn't in that order. I wasn't even talking to her like I just every year it was like a, a little bit more and more of a turnoff. But the final straw was reunion season five after watching how they just manipulated that whole last part. And some other things. I was just like, I'm done. I just, I couldn't take it anymore. It's just too much stress. And um, I can't do the fakery. And I'm not about to basically allow people to just walk all over me, get no apology. When I'm always throwing out apologies for my actions. Um, so I said, you know what? Yeah, I'm good on this. So when you, okay, so I don't remember which season it was because I literally catch Housewives when I'm watching, like when I'm just going through the thing and I and I watch to catch up. And I don't watch every single episode, but there was an episode where I think you had an event at your house and Candace came over and you were so disgusted by her that there was no makeup at that event. Like it was like she I think she was trying to be but that was when she was trying to be friendly with your husband on her way out. Oh, oh, <laughs> that was OK. Season five. Um, I had everyone to my um, to our vacation home and uh, I fell asleep on the couch and Candace thought I was faking. And I was really knocked out from hosting them tricks the whole weekend. And they ungrateful and they complained the whole darn time. And I was busting my tail trying to make sure everybody was comfortable. Um, but yeah, no. So that was a little weekend that we spent as like a little mini trip. Um, and then, yeah, um, we didn't really get into it that much. That very last day is when Candace and I had gotten into it. Uh, so most of the weekend, I really wasn't paying her too much mind. So, oh, but, it, but, it, but what I remember about that episode is by the end, you were so over her that I yeah. could tell, you, you know, when somebody knows reality TV yeah. and plays into being fake on reality TV and somebody who's just over the bullshit and just like, just go about your business. So I, I started to see then that there was going to be something with Candace. How did it go from all of the shade and all the drama to the um trying to snatch her tracks out oh lord have mercy it was nothing but a gesture that whole that right there just like took me through the roof and um my mom always taught me you always give a warning you know if you feel like somebody's invading your space you always give a warning and i said get your hand out of my face you need to back up and that was the warning and she proceeded to say well what you gonna do and from where i grow up that basically is you trying to egg on a fight. And I've seen you with knives. I've seen you in action. I've seen you on a reunion couch with a dress on, jump up, talking about you about to F somebody up. They ain't air that though. Uh, but I've seen that. So if you're now 
telling me what you're going to do and you still proceed to get in my personal space, then I'm basically thinking like, okay, this is about to go down. So I'm, you know, going to protect myself. (laughs) And that's pretty much what happened. It was that gesture. Um, We were all laughing and playing. It wasn't even anything serious um, for it to turn that way. It was just a crazy night. And um, yeah, that wig glue was real strong. Wait, so when you, when they, when they don't air the part of when she jumps up at the reunion saying, I'll fuck you up and this and that, and then Mm -hmm. they air your stuff, doesn't it kind of put you at a disadvantage where it makes you look like the crazy person or makes her look less of an aggressor than she is to you all in real life? Yeah. So when that happened, that was actually a season four reunion. She wasn't talking to me. It's just me witnessing her. She was actually talking to Ashley. Her and Ashley had some tense moments. Um, But it does because when they don't show the full picture, the audience doesn't really understand what they're dealing with when they're watching. You know, you just see someone that's always playing the victim. Um, But I've witnessed the full thing. You know, I filmed with her for what, two, three seasons. So I know exactly what time it is. Um, But yeah, it does kind of put people at a disadvantage. And then when they go to edit the season in the way that they want to edit it, um, to try to make someone the villain versus the victim or whatever, that doesn't help either because they try to make it seem as if we had so many issues leading up to that point. And we really didn't. We only had maybe two disagreements leading up to that in the course of what, six weeks. Um, So they try to make it seem like there was just so much compounding and it really wasn't that serious. Like the fight literally happened because she put her hand in my face. So this is the issue that I have, though. You earned the show. I love watching you and your husband together. You or your black excellence, black love, self-made, doing your thing, make your money, showing that side of us on TV. Why leave? Did you let her run you away or did you just feel like it was interfering to the point to where it was going to be a stain on like the future of who Monique Samuels is to everybody in the world? Honestly, she and the fight had nothing to do with my decision to leave. It was just getting to that point where you realize I can fight the ladies all day long. We can go back and forth and make a show. But at the point where you start feeling like you're fighting the network and production, what's the point? Why stay? So it was more of that. And then the way that I was being treated, even my husband was being treated behind the scenes is really what pushed me to say, you know what? I'm out of here. There was all of this mess that they were trying to bring up involving my family, my children. And I said, you know what? They're crossing the line. This is, it's just getting too dirty. And me, I don't deal with rumors. I deal with facts, which is why I came to reunion with a binder. And I made sure I had facts on everybody just in case anybody wanted to come at me crazy. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. So listen, this is something I've never told anybody. Okay. So when I did love and hip hop, before every season, I told my staff, pull all receipts, get them organized. I want to file on every single person because you never know when you're going to need it and you need to have it organized. Now, I feel bad and I feel pathetic because as a person who does this for a living, my ass didn't have no color-coded binder with, <laughs> with notes and stickers and shit. Now, when when was it your idea? I'm going to put together a, a binder of, of receipts I notes on all my castmates. <laughs> Literally, I did the binder the night before I left for reunion, but I have been talking about it. Like, you know what? I think I'm going to put a binder together. To me, it's nothing out of the ordinary. If you go into my office, I literally have binders for everything. So it was just, it's just my way of staying organized. 
So I love a binder. I'm old school. I like having a hard copy of everything. So I just ordered this cute little binder off Amazon, got it like in two days, the night before the reunion, printed out all little text message conversations and all kind of emails and, and, you know, had it all organized and just showed up. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal to me. <laughs> but did you think, did you, you had to know people were going to gag when you came out with a binder receipts while you're dressed in a gown and all made up? <laughs> you know, what's funny. I, in my mind was just simply like, I'm going to make sure that everything I say, I have something to back it. I didn't really think it was going to be that big of a deal. So when Andy walked in my room, he came to see T'Challa and I said, oh, Andy, I brought a binder. And he's like, what? You brought a binder? I was like, yeah, I have receipts for everything that I'm going to talk about today. I have back, I have receipts to back up everything. And he was like, oh, wow. And then he kind of made it a big deal when I came out. So, yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be that big of a deal, honestly. <laughs> Speaking of Andy, um, Nene was here recently on my other show and she was talking about like the issues with the network. And the issues with, you know, the way that she was treated and as a black woman, having been one of the pillars of the Real Housewives franchise. Do you feel like there's racism at, Bra at uh, Bravo? Do you feel like there's just a lack of respect for the talent? Do you feel like they want to portray black women or just, you know, black people on the show in a certain way? What, what's going on over there? I feel like there's lack of diversity behind the scenes. And that's probably what's causing so many issues in front of the camera, especially for the shows that are dominated with us melanated people, you know? So um, I don't know what's going on, but they need to get it together. And there needs to be more flexibility with how they portray the women on Potomac and in Atlanta. Um, one of my biggest complaints was that they'll only allow one woman at a time be the businesswoman or be that well full rounded person, the mom, the wife, the whatever. Um, when you watch the other shows that are less melanated, um, you see each one being a boss. No, no, everybody, everybody in Beverly Hills has excellence. Even the drunk sister, Kyle, what was her name? Huh? Whatever her name is, the girl who was going to rehab every week. They made her, they right. made her, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But they will take any issue um, even if it doesn't involve that particular wife and they will blow that up and make that something so huge and focus on that the entire time, but they won't show the other sides. You know, they'll show me with my husband who is a former NFL athlete. And because I married into wealth, they'll make it seem like, Oh, she just spends his money all day, but they don't show how hard I'm working, how hard I'm grinding with my businesses and my side jobs, being a full-time hands-on mom. They don't show all of it. They just show a little bit. You know, so I'm like, they need to be a little bit more well-rounded when it comes to showing how magnificent us black women are and they don't. So they need to work on that. Do you think the lack of diversity behind the scenes, is that that people at the top in Andy's circle, um, they just, they there's nobody like us that can have that kind of conversation in the production meetings to say, hey, we're not monolith. We need to be a little bit more layered. Possibly. I have no idea what goes on in those meetings, but they need to have somebody that really understands our culture um, in there. And then I don't understand why um, they don't just treat our show the same way they treat the other shows. You know, if you're going to if you're going to find some some dirt about somebody's money issues on the black shows. Well, we hear about it on those white shows. But then when we watch the actual show on TV, you, it never surfaces. 
you only see it or hear about it in the blogs. So why not treat the shows the same? If it's going to be reality, just let it be reality. You know, and, and it's like they pick and choose when they want to be realistic. So my friend Ebony Kate Williams, who is pro black as fuck, is now on the show and they're doing a great job of promoting that they finally have a black housewife in New York after all these years of that show, that that uh, part of the franchise being on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, when they first started announcing it and it was like a news, I was so happy for Ebony because she deserves the look, she deserves the opportunities of the platform. And I kept seeing that narrative continue to go on me knowing how the media works. Do you feel that putting her on that show was a way of saying, look, we got somebody else black. Yeah, I feel like they could do it in a better way. Don't just add one black person because now you're gonna have a bunch of people kind of almost teaming up on that one person. And I, I watched a clip of, of Ebony talking to some of the ladies and it was so disturbing because they were twisting her words. Um, they were saying that she said she was the smartest person at the table when that wasn't what she said. Then they're they're addressing her tone when five minutes before that, one of the other ladies was yelling to the top of her lungs. And it was just like, she needs she needs another ally so that it can be explained and so that people can understand um, and so that she can feel that she's not alone, that she ended up leaving. And I was just, I was so irritated watching that clip. And to me, that still shows that they really don't know what they're doing behind the scenes still. Mm-hmm. you know. So I, I don't know what it is that they're trying to do. Are you just trying to cause controversy and and throw that out on TV? Or are you actually trying to make this a learning lesson and show people who maybe don't have black friends? Like, we're just like you. We're just as educated, if not more, you know? So I don't really understand what they're trying to do, but they need to do a better job at it. Mm. So did you ever go to Andy or have conversations with him about what you thought or what you felt with the stuff behind the scenes, how maybe you were being treated? uh, And even after when they tried to blacklist you? Well, I definitely have had conversation with Andy, but it was more so um, after the fight happened because the whole time I was being gaslit, tell like literally productions telling me what I'm saying happened, didn't happen. I give him a call and I'm like, and this is why we were filming still. And I said, listen, they're telling me that this is how things happen. He said, well, I didn't see the footage. I, I haven't seen the whole footage. I only can go off what I'm being told. He said, but if you know that what you're saying is what happened. He said, you need to stick to that. And I said, okay, and that was probably the most powerful advice he could have given me at that time, because just imagine, like you just got into an altercation, I'm right back in mommy mode and I'm doing events. And I was just completely confused because everybody was telling me that what I said happened, didn't happen. And, and then fast forward over a year later, they start showing during the reunion clips that backed up everything that I said. So we've talked, but not about those issues. We've never had that opportunity. Um, And honestly, the people who I would address wouldn't be Andy. It would be like the VP of production on um, Bravo's side and then on the production company side who I would address and Bravo PR. But a lot of times it's like it's like running into a brick wall because they're going to side with each other. And um, they tried to put a press ban on me as soon as the season started. So I hear people confusing the two. They were saying that Bravo uh, black uh, blackballed me or blacklisted or banned me after I quit. Not after I quit, it was when the season started, season five. So the whole time when people were talking about in the blogs what happened with the fight, I was silenced. Then when it was finally time for me to speak, they tried to put me on a press ban 
but couldn't back up why they were banning me. They kept saying, oh, you had strikes. Strikes when and where? Send me that in writing. I need some documentation. And they wouldn't do it. So it kind of fell through. And I just kind of kept doing the press that I could do. Um, but I was being told by other outlets that they would request me. And they were told I wasn't available. So it was just a lot of craziness going on. See, this is when, Monique, this is when you and anybody watching, because I'm getting text messages from, I don't know if these celebrities are watching the show. This is where y'all got to slide in my DM and be like, yo, I need to pull up and holler at you. This is where I always feel like for black people in the culture, this is where the blog's got to be your best friend because, you know, you're fighting a system. People don't understand the embedded racism that exists in these networks. Uh, that's just a part of the culture there. Now, my, my thing with people that I hope they understand is, how the press band work. They set up the press schedule for all of the cast members on these shows. And they tell you who wants to talk to you and who wants to do this and that. But you don't know if they're not even pitching you. You don't even know if they're shutting down press requests. Do you feel like this was a way of silencing you and stopping you from having the conversation that you're having today? Yeah, early on, because it was like they didn't want people to hear my side because they wanted to tell the story that they wanted to tell during season five. And to the point where there were... I was blasted for having a good relationship with fan pages, bloggers, YouTubers. I was like literally blasted for it. And I'm like, I'm just doing what I do. I'm just being me. I'm not giving them anything extra. I'm just maintaining a good relationship. And I was blasted for that. There were several um, outlets that I was literally told we, we aren't talking to them because they were too Team Monique. Like it was like anybody that was having my back or siding with me. Oh my goodness, they were blackballing them, and that I know for a fact. Several but why, people. Why, but why was that? Was it because they wanted to control the narrative and keep the conflict under their control? Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was supposed to be the villain, so you can't have the villain out here getting good press. You know, you can't have the villain out here, and people are actually siding with her. And it was funny because. I would watch watch what happens live during that time and there would be different celebrities on and then they would ask their opinion on the whole incident that's happening in Potomac. And a lot of them were taking my side and they would just look shocked like what? Like so whatever narrative they wanted to happen, it didn't. And they I don't think they were very happy about that. <laughs> so so where are you at with it all now? I mean, do you feel like do you feel like you're the perception of who you are to the public is is who you actually are do you still feel like that narrative is still lingering on i i feel fine with whatever people want to think if they want to know who i really am they can find me on my youtube channel team of monique or they can find me on instagram this is monique samuels and you'll see through my stories and my posts who i really am and that was one thing that i really wanted to make sure i did even when i first started early on i said you know what they're going to have a different version of who i am when they watch the show but when you come to my social media, you'll be able to get the other side. You'll be able to get the full picture. Obviously, you have these shows. It's six different women. We're on the screen for maybe two to three minutes every episode. So you're not going to get the full picture. So what I do appreciate is that for the uh, supporters that I have that follow the whole picture, they, they listen to the interviews. They have a good sense of who I am. And they know I'm a woman of my word. And I don't back down. So where are you at with Candace now? Do you ever run into her at Kroger's and look at her like, get in your lane or like do you ever run into each other we don't have croakers <laughs> she'll live around here i'm in potomac so i don't i'll have run into her where she live at east of jablip somewhere down the beltway 
I don't know. I heard she moved. Um, but yeah, I don't run into I don't run into anybody. The only person who I actually ran into during the quarantine would be Karen because she lives down the street from me. So um, everybody else doesn't live around here. So now when Karen was on my show a long time ago, I actually like Karen. Are you and Karen cool? Where do you guys stand? Yeah, Karen and I are cool. Yes, she actually just texted me the other day. I had a, a, a my my official book launch uh, for my potty training book, and she uh, she was supposed to be there. She didn't make it, so she sent me a text, and uh, we're gonna catch up. But but yeah, Karen and I are still cool. We keep in touch. I keep in touch with Ashley as well. When they were trying to figure out if Karen's house was her house, did you think she was at an Airbnb and just kind of <laughs> on the side playing around, or? No, I knew she really stayed there. So Karen wasn't inviting those ladies to her home. I was invited there several times. So I knew that she lived there. <laughs> but you know how it is. Sometimes if they don't have anything to talk about, they'll just make up anything. So that was that was their way of having some input during that season. It's like, oh, does Karen really live there? Meanwhile, Karen living her best life, <laughs> minding her business. So you're friends with Ashley. Now, Ashley, she's the she's she's the woman who was with the older white man that they had a kid or they two have two kids two kids they right? have two now okay now why they create a whole storyline that ashley's man like men that was kind of like i mean i don't know was it real or was it just for tv i think that um michael is a guy who jokes a lot and i think they looked at that as an opportunity you know let me let me catch him doing this or catch him doing that resurfacing old videos from season one, I, I mean, I just, I just feel like when they create their narrative, they have to stick to it. So they're going to keep sticking to it. And at that point, anything he does, they're going to look at as, oh, is that questionable? You know. So, but I mean, we know Michael and Ashley. We've hung out with them, and they're a great couple. They're good people, and I like the fact that they will actually show and be open about some of their marital issues as they go through them, and and they they put that out there. So. You know, if I feel like if that was the case, he why wouldn't he put it out there like by now? You know, so yeah, yeah, I like Ashley too. I never really understood her attraction to him. I mean, he's not he's not attractive, but maybe maybe beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and you know he he's beholden <laughs> to her or something. I don't know, but they really do love each other. Like it's a real thing. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> they really do. And we've hung out with Ashley Michael like off camera like it's not like just when we're filming so but i mean they are sticking together even through all of the nonsense that that they've been enduring for the past few years they're still living their best life on vacation with their babies enjoying each other so but it's clearly she, working but when, come, but when she comes to your house and she sees black love and how your man holds you down and how you love him t'challa's in the background chilling and then she's bringing over this white man who's allegedly out here for the streets don't you pull her aside and be like, girl, let me introduce you to somebody from Equinox or something or something. <laughs> no, because it's different when you're watching the show and then when you're around the real people behind the scenes. So I don't really equate any of that into their relationship outside the show because I, I get it. I get how the process is. Okay, so you just mentioned a book that you have. What, what's the name of the book? Oh, I have a potty training book. It's called Potty Training Mommy and Daddy. So I started potty training all of my kids around six months old. And I teach people how to do that. It's it's actually easier than what people think. And I detail each kid in this particular book. So yeah, it's on my um, Not For Lazy Moms website. 
and Amazon. <laughs> did, you, did you have this business before you went into the show or was this a business you developed while you were in the show? I had Not For Lazy Moms before the show. It's actually the reason I did the show <laughs> so that I can build that platform. Yeah, it's free marketing. Yeah. Okay, Okay. so um, does Giselle like to date gay men? I mean, like, is her husband, wait, was the husband accused of being gay or no, he was cheating? Cheated? The pastor, Jamal. These pastors, when I tell you, this is why I can't go to church these days because it's just too much going on. I, and I mean, what do you think about that? Do you think the relationship is real or not? It was it was not real. Maybe at some point in time it was, but not this past, not season five. <laughs> I pretty much proved that. I mean, every year, just think about it. If you're a person who has to bring a new dude every single season, every single year, new dude. Like, come on. We ain't believe in that mess. That was a nice little arrangement and it got bombed out. Because <laughs> Pastor Holy Court, Pastor Holy Court could not keep his thing thing in his pants down in the eight. So, but, you know, but doesn't, Portia, doesn't, Portia, doesn't Portia have a different man every every season too, though? I'm always Team Portia. And no, she doesn't have a different man every year. <laughs> Wait, so wait, so you ain't, I love Portia too. Portia, you know I love you, but you you don't think, you you ain't Team Fallon? I, I ain't paying, I mm -mm, you ain't getting me involved in that drama. <laughs> oh, I know Portia, Portia's my girl, and that's where I end that conversation. <laughs> okay, I don't fine, know Fallon. Okay, fine. All right, I don't know her. Wait, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. Okay. I wait. don't know her. All right, so. I don't know her. Giselle kind of reminds me of um, what's this? What's the guy? Ain't, ain't got no time for you. What's her name? The girl that looks like Faith Evans, but she only did the one song. Blue Cantrell. She looks like. Do you remember her? Yes. I think Giselle. Um, wasn't she the one that sang that "Hit 'Em Up" style? Yes, "Hit 'Em Up" style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so do you like Giselle or is she like an evil mean girl that, you know, should be hanging with Cruella and the Dalmatians? Oh, she's definitely the miserable one. Misery, yeah. Misery likes company too. She's very miserable. Really? Giselle, yeah. Like underhanded miserable or like she's just trying to be the Kenya Moore of Potomac? I think that she's really in real life miserable. And it's starting to show her neck's falling and she's, you know, she's not aging well. Um, she's very miserable and, and she can't keep a man. So she can't even keep a pastor. <laughs> the pastor, ain't they supposed to be like a spoon coon with God? You know, can't even Monique, get a pastor to be faithful. Monique, you're my spirit animal. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean she can't? She's aging. She's not aging well. Look at season one and then look at the upcoming season. I'm assuming you'll be able to see the difference. Is it just a lack of wrestling or is it Botox or what does she need? I don't know. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. She must not be good with money because I don't see where she's spending it. And she should be making a pretty good dime right now. But she probably had to pay past the holy whore for last season. <laughs> not, 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 not Giselle's a paymaster. I can't. <laughs> to each its own. 
<laughs> but Monique, this is why we need you on the show. Or would you ever go back? Like if they say, okay, we're going to fix it or, you know, we'll let you cut. Cause I left love and hip hop for a couple, a couple of seasons. And I went back when they let me have a little bit more control. Mm-hmm. Would you, would you go back? No, at the point that Bravo in production put me at the wrong hotel on the day of reunion and didn't even tell me where reunion was being filmed, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. So that type of disrespect, nah, I'm good. I'm good. That was that was below the belt right there. Below mm. the belt. Damn, but like, what if you went back and like did a blind date for Giselle and just rented a bunch of guys and said, you're going to do it anyway? <laughs> I would not do that to any man. I would not do that. to No man deserves that. <laughs> no okay, man deserves so that type of setup. Let's talk about binder time stories. So binder time stories, I understand it's a series where you break down stories and rumors from Real Housewives. Now, is this just... Uh, for Potomac or for all the Housewives franchise? You know, if I had all that kind of tea, I probably could do it for each franchise, but I don't. So it's more so behind the scenes stuff that nobody will know about but the people who I'm talking about. Um, And it was like my little summation of, you know, my time on the show and a fun little way for me to be a little petty troll. And I'm enjoying it. And part three comes out June 23rd on my YouTube channel, Tea with Monique. And it's been fun. It's been really fun. And people, they've been wanting to know what I had in the binder. So I said, you know what? I'm going to give you a fiction story tale and then I'm going to give you some tea and then you have to figure out who the tea is about. And I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. But then don't they go and start dragging, don't they go and start dragging everybody and get everybody saying it ain't me, but that's good for you, right? That's fine. If they come to me, they're going to just out themselves. Wait, okay, so um, what? who is Hazel? That is my rap name when I used to like be pursuing music back in the day. And um, I have a song that I released called Drag Queens. It was my closure after the whole incident with the fight, just reminding myself of who I am. And uh, and it was a fun track and I did a video too. But was, the, but, but was the drag queens meaning you were dragging the queens or that all the women on Potomac look like drag queens? <laughs> I guess you can say it has several meetings. <laughs> there was a line. There was a line season four um, when Candace and I actually had an argument the season prior, and um, and 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 I told her I would drag her pregnant and all because I was pregnant with my son. Um, and after that, some people would make comments saying Monique's the drag queen. So I used that and I did it as like a little play on words. So when I did that song, that's where that came from. Okay, so would you have drugged somebody while you were um, pregnant? I almost did. And I had to like calm myself down. But I don't know. You never know until you're in the situation. But um, I would have hated to put myself in that type of position where I could have, like my baby could have been harmed. So I'm glad Karen Huger was there to calm me down. But yeah, I was eight months pregnant. I was a big emotional roller coaster. So you don't know anything could have been bound to happen. So is Robin still broke? I have no idea. Um, I have no idea her finances, but I know she has some tax issues. So I'm assuming yes. <laughs> That's some tax issues. <laughs> no, I remember she was taking care of everything. Her her ex-husband was still living together. It was like a whole mess, but I, I mean, I like her, but 
I just she was struggling. I, I'm hoping by now she's in like season eight or whatever. She should have a little coin. Season six, they should have a little coin. They should definitely have a little coin. So yeah. we'll see. Okay, so you have another business. The um, you recently launched a line of 100% pure therapeutic essential oils, Mila Eve Essentials. Talk to me about yes. That. Mila Eve Essentials is, well, my passion has always been essential oils. People have witnessed me using them on TV. So child is over here cutting up. Um, so yeah, they're essential oils. They're 100% pure therapeutic. I have bath salts and all kinds of uh, self-care um, items that I sell in my store, shopmealeve.com. I actually uh, created a promo code specifically for your uh, viewers tonight. Um, the promo code is unlocked. And it's valid from now until tomorrow at 2 p.m. your time, Pacific time. Um, they'll get 20% off of any purchase over $50. So, and it's for your viewers, unlocked. Um, but yeah, I'm very passionate about using essential oils the entire time that I've been on uh, Housewives Potomac. I was always using essential oils. So when people kept asking me questions about oils, they're like, well, where can we get your oils? And I'm like, um, well, I don't have oils. Well, let us know when you get your oils. So it was a business that really came about because of my supporters. Uh, they kind of pushed me into it and it's been really good. I've not gone a day without a sale since December 15th when I did my soft launch. So business has been really good. I'm grateful for this platform that Bravo barely let me use. It's paying off. <laughs> so, so they can, so you, you right now you can go to shopmilaeve.com and they yeah. get if they for every purchase over fifty dollars they get twenty percent off, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. well y'all have till two p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time to do tomorrow to do that. Wait, so Tashala, <laughs> we know we know that Wakanda is forever. I mean, yeah, I'm not even gonna say that. We know that Wanda <laughs> Wakanda is forever, and you have Tashala there. What what made you name? I know it's an Africa gray pair. What made you name him after that movie? So my kids love, well, my kids and I, I uh, love Black Panther. And when we picked him out, he's, you know, he's from Africa. Uh, <laughs> they wanted to name him Black Panther. And I said, well, he's a parrot, he's a bird. So maybe we can name him T'Challa since that was his name in the movie. And they were like, yeah, we'll name him T'Challa. So that was my kid's idea. They came up with that. Um, so, and we love, we love the, the movie. It was amazing. So just felt right. <laughs> yes. He says his own name and he's, he's been saying a lot more lately. And, um, my husband doesn't really care for him too much. So he literally speaks in my husband's voice. Like he has the deep voice. Uh, he mimics him. I think that he trolls my husband. He like purposely tries to piss him off. <laughs> it's hilarious, but yeah, he talks and, um, and he, he sings opera. He whistles. He's, Hilarious. Like he's he's really fun. <laughs> well, why don't you teach uh Tashala how to say Candace is broke? Well, I've been trying to teach him how to say drag me, Monique, but he still hasn't really picked up on it yet. <laughs> Listen, you are a kid. You are hilarious. I look forward. I hope like to meet you whenever you come back to LA. And I'll yes. make sure that my people connect you with the Instagram folks. Do you have a couple minutes to stick around, stick around and talk to some folks? Sure. Okay, cool. Well, then it's my favorite part of the show, Gagging with Jason. All right, listen. 
Oh shoot, that was uh, that's for the, all of y'all getting twenty percent off. Look, this is the time that you, we get to hear from you. This is what this show is about. So you're gonna call in. The number is one four zero two gag and that's four zero two four two four 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 six four or the video chat. Make sure if you're coming through, I'm hearing an echo, so you know. Okay, if you're coming through the video chat, enable your echo cancellation. And if you're calling, please pay attention to the phone, not the stream, because you may miss your chance to gag. Me and Monique. All right. Let me see who's here, because I already know. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me bring up Jameer. What up, Jameer? What's up, Jason? How you doing? What's up, Monique? How you doing, Monique? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I got a question for you. So um, now I went now, to go listen to your song, to your uh, Drag, song Queen, uh, Drag Queen, and I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good. Now you just stated. Wait, 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 you're gonna mute it. You're gonna mute it. Mute it. You don't hear it. Okay. Oh, I, it's cool now. It's cool now. Okay. okay. Start over. All right. Okay. So what's up, uh, Monique? Now I just went to go listen to your song, Drag Queen, and I can say I was actually surprised. It sounded real good. Now you just stated that your fellow housewife Portia is your girl. Now can I get your honest opinion on Portia's song Flatline? Because I laughed through the entire song. Um, what do you think about the song? And do you think she could be a successful artist? Listen, I've been trying to get Portia to get back into singing. You know, it's not easy to put a track together and then shoot a whole video. It's a lot of process. So I give her props for doing it and even and even taking the chance and trying. So with me, I've been rapping since I was like 16, 17. So this isn't Drag Queens isn't my first song. I'm glad you liked it because everybody has their own different tastes. Um, I thought her song was great. And I think that she needs to give singing another shot, but she won't do it. I keep asking her and she she wouldn't get on the track with me. <laughs> Can we hear some bars? Monique, Monique, no, shut up, Jameer. Monique, we love you, but we don't want to hear Portia sing anything. Not even because Portia's beautiful. She should do like a skincare line. Like she could do beauty. She could do. She is Portia is so gorgeous and sweet, and she's bubbly. I like and I, yeah, singing though. Maybe if her and Kim Zosiak come together and do a song, that could be a hit. Or maybe she could just be in my video, and we could just like dance and yeah. stuff. Or pull yeah, up in I'm the down Rolls for that. Pull up in the Rolls Royce with Ubedo. What's his name? Simon. Pull up. You know what I mean? All right. Uh Gotti, go ahead. Keep it cute. Gotti, you ain't been on the show in a while. You don't know how to get your sound together. Push the button. I got it together, Jason. I got it together. <laughs> hey Jason. Hey Monique. Hey, Keep it cute, Jason. Wait, but you're, 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 you're the echo. It's the echo. It's the echo. Turn off the echo. Turn off the echo. Come back. Wonderland. No, it's my end. Oh. Yeah, you've been echoing like the whole night a little bit. Oh, I think it's. I think it's. Right. Right. How does she do cancellation? Echo cancellation. How she do? Huh? Huh? Hi, Monique. So I was just wondering uh, if Candace called you out of the blue and wanted to pull up to see if you wanted to knock a few buck, would you uh, beat her up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, my fighting day is over. <laughs> my fighting day is over. Amberlyn, you know, she ain't gonna pull up to this house. <laughs> 
Monique says she ain't pulling up at that house. No, no, no. Okay. That wouldn't be good. Hold on, Jimmy. I'm gonna come back to you. Weedy Pool, I'm sure she's high. Go ahead, Weedy Pool. No, I'm not. No, I'm not today. Uh, I was, I was emotional for you not to uh, put me on because I get nervous around Monique. I love Monique. Thank I you. Really do. I just love, and I, girl, I am so glad you drug her. I am so glad you drug her. Even when it, she needed that ass whoop. Oh, so, Sorry. She needed that ass whoop. Bye, Weedy. Weedy, who is <laughs> Listen, let's take up for caller. Do we have phone calls? Yes. Okay. Hey, what's up? Hello? Hi, Jason. Hi. Hi, Monique. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say that um, I'm definitely going to mention you on the show. You was my favorite one there. You was the only one that really kept it 100% real. I can't stand Candace, she a little spool ass brat. It was time somebody put their hands on her because she needed to get her ass kicked on sight every time for that mouth. It's sad that they tried to make you look like a villain, especially after all the times that she went off, even when she threw that butter knife at Ashley right there. I thought they would have probably tried to get rid of her or at least try to tone her down. But you know, anytime when somebody come on there being who they are, they always try to make them look like they bad. So I'm glad that, um, you know, a lot of people, they basically, you know, had your back um, the whole process of what went on with Candace. And um, I think the mistake that happened with you and Giselle was when you first came on there and she tried to make a, a funny thing about if you had a house or not. And when you told her you had several that shit smacked her in her face. She ain't know what to do after that because she ain't see that coming. So that's what it is. She's a jealous bitch, and I never liked her. You know, she tried to take this because she liked and she got some green eyes that everybody was going to cater to her ass, but a real sister came on there and put it in her damn place. So thank you for doing that every season that you was on there. That's all I got to say. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate the positive feedback. <laughs> <laughs> No uh, let's problem. Take, let's take another call. Thank you. Hold on, Gotti. Hello. Yo, what's up? What's up? Hey, uh, Monique. I just wanted hey. to show some love to you, Monique. Uh, definitely appreciate you uh, standing your ground, uh, including the actions too. So that's definitely what's up. And you um, inspired me to do my own body story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I wanted to say. All right. all right, thank you so much. Next caller. Hello. 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 Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, I love you, Jason. Hi, morning. Hi. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I just calling to say, girl, I know that Portia is your friend or whatever. But, girl, you cannot be team Portia. Don't change your brand like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you have so much class and elegance. You got to stick with the classy ladies when it comes to that topic. But, anyways, I love you, Jason. I love you, too. <laughs> Y'all can't call into the show and get the girl to change her friends now. I mean, her friends are <laughs> That's not fair, but thank you so much. All right. Listen, Gotti, Gotti, go ahead and get it off. What are you going to What do you want to ask? Go ahead. 
Hey, Jason. Hey, Monique. So basically, I just want to say, first and foremost, Monique, I love you. Like, you was like the realest on the show. It, it, I know you saying, like, you feel like you didn't get your justice. You feel, I feel like I connected with you. I, you. I, I feel like I, you came on the show. You kept it real. You was telling, the, you was calling it out. Like, you wasn't letting the girls be fake. And I, I think that's what they was intimidated by. Because everybody was timid around each other. And, and, and no one wanted to keep it 100. And you kept it like that. Love the song Drag Queen. I've been here. For, first of all, for, when you first came on the first season, you rapped. So it, that's what made me even want to pull your music up. And I said, oh, she really talented. And the girls even hit her on that. They they like, oh, she does this, she does that. But you really do. <laughs> and um, also, when you said, I'm going to drag you, and you was like this much frightening, I said, oh, this girl's iconic. Like, she's iconic. But I want to ask you something real quick because what Bravo made it seem like because you said edits. What it made it seem like because it, you Candace was your little sister, y'all was close, and then it, to me it seemed like after that point the whole I'll drag you situation y'all could never kind of get back right. And then when y'all got into the whole argument and you said, "Oh, she put her hand her hand on my face first, and that's what made me snatch her up and make her go to bed." Got um, it. Got it. If you don't find the question, if you don't dig no, down in my question, this is my question. Hold on. I feel like I was in the writer's room for the fucking episode. Ask the question. The question is when you were saying, like, she put her head in my face first, was you just saying that? Was it just the edit? Because you kept saying the way they edited it. Or did she really do that? And that's what made you retaliate. Oh, what yeah. No, she really, she really did this. And if you watch um, the part two of the reunion, they actually show it exactly as I was explaining how it happened. But right. when she did that whole like this up under my face, right. if you if you notice when they play it back, when she started coming closer to me, because she was kind of far away at first, because I talk with my hands too. So when she started, yeah, when she started coming closer to me, I even moved my hand this way. I like moved it to the, to the right of me. And she like did like this, like right up into my face. And I was like, whoa. The first time I met her, season three, um, they cut to my confessional where I said, she keep talking with her hands and she might hit me. I might have to hit it back. Um, I remember us sitting at lunch and she kept getting her hands really close to my face. What they didn't show was I actually grabbed her hands and I said, I really like you. I said, but you got to keep your hands down. Like, and then they showed me in the confessional saying that, but, um, but no, that's like an issue for me. And I didn't realize how much of a trigger it was until that moment. But, um, but no, that definitely happened. Okay, cool. Thank you for that. Thank yeah. you. Christine. Yeah. Thank you. Of course, buddy. Got it. Good to see you. Sharon. Hello. Jason. Hi. Uh, should I just go ahead and go into the message report, run it down real quick? Go ahead. Okay. How you doing, Monique? Nice to How meet you. Nice to meet you. For you too. I'll get to that. Um, okay. So, K. Michelle. Okay. I think that K. Michelle looks great. I think that she looks amazing, and I am all for uh, facial rejuvenation. I just hope that she got her pussy rejuvenated too, because we all know the stories behind that. So maybe we can ask her that when she comes on the show. Allegedly. Um, okay. Girl, I'm so tired of Christy Teigen. I, I'm over her. She's canceled. We all know. I, I don't even care that she's John Legend's wife. We all know that you're big. 
nine foot bullying asses holding him hostage. And John, I don't want to listen to none of your fucking music anymore if you're going to talk about this big bitch because she's bullying and thinks she's going to get a pass. She's with a black man. What you need to do is you need to head over there, get with K. Michelle, get with a real black woman. Well, sort of kind of because we know wait, 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 wait. You just told K, you just told John Legend to leave Chrissy Teigen for K Michelle. I did. I did. Okay, now, so, I mean, you know, she's getting lighter and lighter, so it's getting more like it's tight. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, maybe that's something that you know he can do there. Now, uh, where we have Monique. I think that you were so good on the show. I loved you on the show. And I think that it was amazing that you dragged Candace fast because me, I am a firm believer and sometimes you gotta put a bitch in their place. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that takes hands. So kudos to you. You know, bitches be trying us and we gotta let them know what it is, Monique. Um, what I am, you know, these bitches are miserable. You have a good life, okay? We got Karen that is chasing around some old dick that don't want her and won't even say, I love you. Okay, you got Giselle, who God can't even save her, save her relationship because she's with one of his damn prophets, and he's still damn cheating on her ass. Motherfucker, you got Ashley that's sitting there and chasing around that little small pink dick everywhere around Potomac because he's sticking it in pussy and pussy. Okay, so these bitches are miserable. Now, I know some of them may be your friends, but I'm just stating the truth. You, however, Monique, you have a good husband, a happy life, a good bird. I mean, how many niggas you see with birds? Girl, you're doing your thing, okay? So what I do want to say is that Andy Cohen, I think that Andy Cohen needs to get a little bit more comfortable with our culture and stop putting us in negative narratives so much, get a little bit more comfortable. Just like you was comfortable with them three niggas at the bar that I saw you with in New York, Andy. Okay, I'm going to need you to get a little bit comfortable like that. Now, kept it short, cute. Monique's here. I love you, Monique. Uh, <laughs> that's the messy report. We uh, cover the mess, so you don't have to stress. I'm done, Jason. <laughs> Jason. Well, thank you. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> he won't show his face. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> You look beautiful today, Monique. You look absolutely beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate it. I guess we dragging with Monique Samuels now. He <laughs> <laughs> really left. I don't he know. Really left. Jason. I mean, where you at? <laughs> Monique, what'd you fix for dinner today? You know what? Not a darn thing. <laughs> Listen, my husband handles the meals now. I oh. yeah, he be holding it down. He 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 orders, you know, Uber Eats and DoorDash, but he holds it down. <laughs> no, he orders some he orders some Ruth's Chris tonight. Okay, okay. Now yes. speak of who's holding uh you down. Do you think that Karen's husband is actually holding her down anymore and fucking her? Because she was really upset. You know, Ray was really ignoring her ass. No, I think I love you. No, I think that Ray holds it down. I think he does what he needs to do, and I'm I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have been married all. They wouldn't be married all this time if he wasn't putting it down for Karen. So yeah. I'm just saying. I think he was just going through a little something, and you know how it is when these men who 
um, are the ones who provide the lifestyle. And now their woman is taking charge and she wasn't having as much time for him and, and making their relationship a priority. And I think that he felt some type of way about it, but they're doing well. They're doing well. You go through it in marriage. You have those ups and downs. Do you think that it could have been, you know, how like some older men and they get to a certain age and then the dick doesn't work anymore? And then no. younger, like Karen, who wants the dick but can't get the dick, that kind of creates a conflict there. So do you think that had anything to do with it? With all of the Viagra and all these other things out here in this world, there is no excuse Good for point. the dick not standing up. I think, I think that he was just having a little moment like Karen ain't paying me no mind and I'm upset about it. But I, I think they are. Right. I think they are. Right. <laughs> back. Welcome back. <laughs> Let me tell you something about the devil. The internet, boy. When I tell you, when the internet wants it, Sharon. First of all, Sharon, thank you for holding the show. The people are talking about. They just talking about this, or that, or whatever. I'm like, hold it down, Sharon. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> All right, so did you finish your read? Yes, I did. I did. Sharon, I knew I put you up at the right time. Thank you. So <laughs> All right, Sharon, I'll be right back for you. I'll be right back. Listen, <laughs> listen this show is a hot ass mess. I appreciate you coming on and definitely don't be a stranger. Let's definitely connect. Oh, definitely. I'm down for that. No, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Okay, this good. Well, thank you, Monique. Um, so wait, what, what else do we need to promote before you get out of here? Oh, man. Um, I think we covered it all. Buying the Time Stories, June 23rd on my YouTube channel, Tea with Monique. And then Shop Me, Leave Essentials. Everybody watching, they'll get 20% off of any orders over $50 using promo code UNLOCKED. And um, not for lazy moms, my parenting blog. So I have my potty training book that's available now. So anyone that needs some help with potty training, go ahead and pick it up. And listen, you all, show her the biopower of this audience. Go ahead and support her. Go over there and buy it before and after the code expires. And thank you so much, Monique. Um, thank you. When you come to L.A., look me up. I will, for sure. My sister and my brother live out there, so I'll be out there soon. Well, come on. Let's hang out. I'm here. Okay. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Thank you. Bye-bye. I like her. I like her. Listen, I don't know what this show is giving, and a motherfucker, they ain't about to get me clipped before I show you my merch. I don't have a sweater on because Kelvin needs to go shopping, but you can go get a shirt right now. Go to hollywoodunlock.com slash shop. It's hollywoodunlock.com slash shop. The person who just designed this whole show, he designed a whole brand, but he didn't tell me where to buy the product, so that's why y'all don't have any new shit. Yes, shot you're in the bus. All right, but look, you can also become a super fan by going over to youtube.com slash hollywoodunlocked and click join. You get all these emojis that he designed. We haven't asked. No, he didn't design these, did he? Oh, well, somebody else did. Either way, um, you can just get those right now. And make sure that you're following me over on Instagram, Gag Nation, the show. We have our own Instagram page. It's right here, at Gag Nation. Oh, well, Johnny don't have it. Look, we're going to hurry and get all this off before the internet, y'all. Just go to the commercial. Go to the commercial. I don't need you. You, right here. Hello, Fresh. <laughs> With HelloFresh, you get free fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trials to the grocery store. Oh, could, could we go back to the beginning, y'all? I'm trying to rush this ad because I'm telling you right now, this internet is the devil. Okay, right there. Johnny, pay attention. Alexis, quit talking to him. 
you know, Alexis to come in here and give the whole studio uh, COVID. Okay, let's look at With HelloFresh, you get free, pre free fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonable recipes. Go to the beginning again. Can we start this over? I can't. I need to get it right. Okay, this is this is how we pay the bills, y'all. HelloFresh, y'all getting three. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal, seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers 25-plus recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional ex experts to ensure de deliciousness and simplicity. Whew, that was a mouthful. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. I love HelloFresh because I'm always on the go. I literally have no time to go grocery shopping store uh, to the grocery store between traveling and meetings. It's super helpful for me to cut out the middleman and have everything I need for a meal right at the house already. I really love how fast I can prepare a meal and the quality of the food makes me feel like I'm actually the chef. So go to HelloFresh.com slash gagging12 and use the code gagging12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. <sighs> Y'all deserve that. That's HelloFresh.com slash gagging12 and use code gagging12 for 12 free meals and free shipping. Whew. I tell you, I have read the hell out of these ads today. Do we have a, um, it's thoughts and prayers. It's above me now. <laughs> Listen, y'all, at this point, I'm tired. My thought and prayers, and I'm about to go over to Bigo. So look, just find me over there. In the meantime, make sure that you're following me on all social media. I am on uh this one, this one, and that one. You can also go to HollywoodUnlocked.com and register for our, our daily newsletter, okay? And make sure you stay connected to us on the streaming apps because we're also a podcast. Everywhere you can find us online, on social, you can also find us streaming. So go do that, all right? Here's my number. <laughs> Text me right now. Bye. <laughs>